You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Inside Purple and Gold. Joined today by Tyler Vasquez. He's he kickoff in the Valley host, co-host. Uh, they cover the Cardinals for, for the Odyssey podcast family. Um, glad, great to have him on today. Tyler just did a great breakdown of Kyler Murray and, you know, kind of how he's handled success this season, the back and forth nature of, the, you know, the roller coaster ride that, that's been his season to this point. Tyler, I asked this next question, kind of tongue in cheek, but it's become a story. Um, the oh, new Call of Duty comes out. The new Call of Duty comes out on Friday. Is that real? Uh, I get, because I, get I asked, don't. I get asked this on every show. I just want you to know that this is like a thing <laughs> everywhere. But go ahead. I, is it real? Is it a thing? Because it, it, it's funny to talk about. I I hesitate to actually think that the release of a call of duty game or a weekend double XP can, can impact a player's stats. It feels to me like that Reddit deep dive was very coincidental and I guess like conveniently. So, but is there anything to this in, in your opinion? No, uh, it's coincidental. I, I mean, it's, is he playing call of duty? Sure. I, I mean, <laughs> Uh, who was it the other day from the chiefs? Was it Juju or, or someone like that? That was, that was in a press conference saying like the reason we have such great chemistry is because Kelsey, myself, MVS and Pat all play yeah. uh, call of duty together. Mm-hmm. You know, I saw that quote. And I just was like, Oh wait, we're not shredded the Kansas city <laughs> offense. That's clicking on all cylinders because they play call of duty. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing for fact, because I live in Arizona and in Scottsdale, there are players that I know of uh, that are in the clubs doing drugs, uh, doing all kinds of craziness. So what would you rather have? Would you rather have the guy that likes to play video games a night at his house or the guy that's out living the NFL high life lifestyle, right? Like mm-hmm. everybody's going to have some sort of vice. You can't expect these guys to be football 365, 24, seven, um, I will say the coincidence is more around that by the time this drop happens, it's always around this time, week eight, week nine, week 10, like, like the back half of the season starts. Right. And by that point, Kyler Murray's nicked up and he's hurt and he's been running around and getting hit. Like to me, that's the problem is, is, and you see it with the Cardinals this year, even though the Cardinals have that great stat about Kyler Murray running over 10 times, gets them W's. 
you've seen it this season where they don't want to run him as much and it's pr- on mm-hmm. purpose. And it's because they don't want to risk him getting hurt because every time he gets hurt. And, and when I say hurt, I don't mean like, okay, he's hurt. And now he can't play. I mean, hurt to the point where he's going to play injured. And when he yep. does that, he's half the man that he is when he's healthy. So, you know, he's not a guy playing through pain that, that can still have that same success. So with that being said, I, I think it's all a coincidence and I think people are making more of it than it needs to be. Um, I do find it funny because as I, as I go way off the deep end here, the Phoenix Suns have their own uh, issues with DeAndre Ayton and playing video games really late at night <laughs> and things like that. So both a couple of the stars at Arizona uh, have some call of duty issues, but uh, no, I, I, like I said, I think it's complete, complete coincidence. Uh, I don't think the release is an issue um obviously he does you know he's involved with that phase clan group he, he is very involved in the gaming world but again there's plenty of guys that are involved in a lot of stuff uh, i mean i get he's your your quarterback you want him to be the peyton mannings of the world or the tom brady's where uh they're the complete you know personification of a leader um but i'll tell you out of x amount of quarterbacks ever played in the nfl there's only a couple guys that are tom brady and peyton manning okay and that's tom brady and peyton manning so you know it is what it is i commend you and i appreciate you 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 just calling it out calling it like you see it i i think it's ridiculous i had to ask because it literally does come up it's come up at the facility within the vikings this week but it's just an insane like side plot of this season that that a video game is is the reason kyler murray struggles i think that's a great point you make like it's the middle of the season by that point defenses have learned tendencies and to your point kyler murray a smaller guy um tends to get nicked up here and there not unlike any any nfl players i I hope that that this is going through the vikings locker room and they're now on call of duty at night trying to see if (laughs) kyler's playing and and now they're distracted you know what i mean maybe maybe this is some jedi mind trick type stuff galaxy brain there you go galaxy brain by kyler he's he's he he puts this out in the universe three steps ahead yeah so Eric Hendricks and Harrison Smith are just on call of duty all night. And all of a sudden yeah. <laughs> they're off their game on Sunday. Oh man. We'll leave. We'll put a pin in that. We'll leave that there. Uh, just want to talk more big, big picture NFC. So our segment one, you said this Cardinals team is a car crash. You can't look away. They are also three and four and only one game back of the Seattle Seahawks who lead the NFC West. Like, I get it. The the 49ers just traded for Christian McCaffrey. If you if if I was a betting man, I, I'd say they run away with that West. At some point they it all clicks and they figure it out. But where do the Cardinals stand? Like I get they've had their issues. I get they now Hollywood Brown is out as DeAndre Hopkins is coming in. The defense has overperformed to this point. Perhaps there's regression to the mean in that sense. Are they someone that they should they, that that you can look at as a realistic playoff contender in this NFC, which by and large is pretty weak this year? I mean, the NFC as a whole, like you're saying, is wide open, right? Like, right. and with the addition of a, a seventeen making the the playoffs, uh, you know, it, it really allows for for some uh, mediocrity uh, when it comes mm-hmm. to. Uh, you know, like teams being three and four right now, they could still have plenty of hope. So do I think the Cardinals are out of things? No. I mean, I think uh, they're right in the mix. But when you do look at, 
this, you know, the division as a whole, like, yeah, the 49ers are struggling right now. Right. But when we look at like last year, they kind of went on a tear. I'm trying to see how many games it was. They won their last, like, I don't know, six of seven games, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, they got it together, like you're saying. And and I would expect that at some point. I would think they would turn it around. Um, but Jimmy G has not been the player that I, I think that people thought when they were um, screaming for him to be the starter. Uh, so, you know, they make that big trade for Christian McCaffrey. And how funny was that, that that news leaked right as the Cardinals were about to celebrate a Thursday night victory. Uh, part of me, when you want to talk about coincidences, I'm like, Hmm, is that a coincidence that that news, uh, was, was dropped up to Adam Schefter or, uh, you know, and it couldn't wait for the next day when it was official official, but yeah. So you got to think that the Niners figure this out just like they did last year. I mean, Jimmy G isn't the guy currently that everyone was clamoring for, but uh, you know, with Christian McCaffrey and them getting him acclimated, you know, he got a lot of touches the other day, killed my fantasy team once again, cause I had Jeff Wilson, but, uh, thank you. Niners always letting me down. Um, but, uh, then you, then you look at the Rams, right? The Rams Super Bowl champs, they look like a shell of themselves as well. So I, I feel like the Cardinals have a lot of opportunity here, not just for, to make the playoffs, but this division's wide open you look at last year, hopefully or not, hopefully for our sake that they're going to figure it out just like they did last year. They got some swagger. They, they traded for Christian McCaffrey now, right? Like, uh, and you still see them coming out of those, the locker room with their little swagger, uh, entrance that they do. Um, you think Christian McCaffrey CMC will get acclimated. Jimmy G hasn't been the guy that they've expected him to be this year or, or what fans thought they were getting when they were praying for him over Trey Lance. Um, so this division is pretty wide open. And then you look at the Super Bowl champs, the, the Rams, right? And so the Rams, they're a shell of themselves. Um, you know, they, they are getting Van Jefferson back, right? And so maybe that offense starts to click with some familiarity. Allen Robinson has not been the guy for them that they expected to replace like Odell Beckham. Um, we'll, we'll see if that Rams team, if uh, here's the thing through, through seven, eight weeks, right? Like, I feel like you are who you are at that point. It's not just like, oh, we're going to get this ship corrected. So mm-hmm. I, I kind of think like you're going to fight through the problems that you have. Same thing for the Cardinals, right? So um, I think the Rams kind of are who they are now. Now, again, the Niners, like I said, showed us last year that that can change in a second, right? Like they flipped mm-hmm. the switch those last five, six, seven games. Um now, when you look at the head of this division, who we thought was going to be the ass of the division was uh, the Seattle Seahawks. And they're kind of showing that team chemistry uh, maybe supersedes talent uh, in many ways, because I would say they're probably the least talented team in the division. And uh, but they're probably playing the best football as a team than than anyone in the division. So um, I'm waiting for the shoe to drop. But like I said, through seven games, you kind of are who you are. So maybe this is who the Seattle Seahawks are. Uh, I don't know, man. It's, it's interesting, but I do think, you know, with the seven teams now making the playoffs the last couple of years, you know, it's one of those things where I think it gives a team like the Cardinals plenty of opportunity uh, and also the Vikings, right? Like it, it just opens things up where if you don't, even if you don't win your division, there's a lot of room to make the playoffs. And, and I could see that for, for both these teams. Right. Yeah, I mean, I, I look at the NFC as a whole, and you, and you you touched on this, but it's it's mediocre at best. I think we have mm-hmm. one good team in the NFC, like one 
unequivocally good team in, in the Philadelphia Eagles. And they just added Robert Quinn yesterday and they look like they're ready to go. Um, everyone else, like the Vikings are yeah. five and one. Yeah. But I look, leave myself. Look, look, look at this. The Cardinals almost, they were, should have beat exactly. the Eagles, right? Like, yeah. so, and that's the Cardinals who got blown out by the chiefs in week one. I, I mean, uh, is the NFC like I I look at the Eagles and I'm kind of like I almost don't believe it like I feel like sure they're a good team do I think they're a great team no I don't I think they're very beatable I don't think they're up there in the class of the Chiefs the Bills the you know those teams that are just super dominant yeah that 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 is a good point because they should have beat the Cardinals should have beat them. The Vikings got blown out by the Eagles, and that score will reflect that. But if you look at that game closely, the Eagles did not score in the second half. The Vikings just couldn't stay out of their own way. So I, I look at the this NFC as a whole, and the Vikings are five and one. The Giants are six and one. The you know the, the Cowboys are five and two. Those are the teams you probably would put in that top tier, but I don't know if any of them are good. I think the Cowboys are good. I think their defense is very, very good. I think getting Dak back will, will help that offense, but the Vikings at five and one, like they're winning close games. There's something to be said about that. Same with the giants, like winning on the margins, like there's something to be said about that. But I think you make a good point about how it's just wide open. And that seventh spot in the NFC leaves room for a lot of variance as far as teams that are on the outside looking in currently could easily kind of push themselves into that playoff picture. I'm waiting for the shoe to drop at the Seattle Seahawks too. I, I don't think they're a playoff team. I think at some point while they are playing well, I think talent and deficiency of talent more so kind of evens itself out over the course of a season. I would expect the 49ers to go ahead and take that division spot. And then for the Seahawks to drop back into that pack with, like you said, the Rams, the Packers from the NFC North and then the Cardinals. So I could see the Cardinals right there kind of navigating their way to, to kind of trying to sneak in it with that seventh spot. But also, like you mentioned, they're only one game back in the division right now. So certainly a big game for both the Vikings and the Cardinals coming up on Sunday, the Vikings kind of trying to show they are the class of the NFC trying to put together a complete football game, which they have not done to any point this year so far. And the Cardinals kind of trying to stay relevant. I think if if they drop this weekend, um, each game you lose at at that point, seven games in. Now we're going into you know week eight. Each game you lose is is a game off the pace. So I I think obviously both teams will be motivated coming in. But I I'm certainly excited to see kind of how Sunday plays out as a whole. Me also. I mean, for the Cardinals, when I when I look at this team, they were leading this division last year with like three games to go, and and it was their division to lose, and they got in their own way. Similar to what you said, the Vikings have done at times, right? Like it's looking at your guys' division. I think the Packers at this point are a mess, so I, I think the Vikings are are this is their division to lose. Um, but the Cardinals were in that same seat last year, so the difference is, is I think we had, you know, we had two teams chomping at our heels that uh that that are <laughs> sizably better than any team in your division that that it would be chomping at your heels unless the Packers can figure this out so you know when it comes to that this Cardinals team it to me it's who figures it out first do the Rams figure their things out do the Niners figure their things out or or is it the Cardinals history makes me believe it won't be the Cardinals uh but I would love to be proven wrong well, that's all. We're going to take Tyler's time right now. We appreciate Tyler for joining us. Uh, like I said, I'll be hopping on, you know, kickoff in the Valley on later Thursday afternoon. 
Tyler, thanks so much for stopping by. We'll see you Sunday. Stay warm. I see you got that jacket on. You might need a, a couple more layers when, when, when you come up to Minnesota this weekend. Oh, this is just a windbreaker, baby. I'm going to have to throw on the full <laughs> heavy-duty jacket for uh, Minnesota this weekend. But, yes, thank, thanks for having me on, and I'm excited to have you on for our episode that will drop on Friday.